The following program has been rated NSFW, so make sure your boss isn't listening. Welcome to the Nikki X Happy Hour with your hosts, Lee Vowell, Todd Vandenberg, the other guy, and Ted Hicks. What do you mean Ted isn't here? I just introduced him. Damn it, Ted. Hello, nasty women and horsemen of the apocalypse, and welcome to another edition of the Nikki X Happy Hour with Todd, Rob, and Lee. How are you, gentle fucks, doing today? <laughs> I think we both swallowed a cat, but two different cats. Hey, hey, hey. No anti-catism on this show. I don't Swallow like dog, cats, but only because I'm allergic to the little pricks. <laughs> so, you, you can't be around Donald Trump. That's right. No. And I so, take that as a good thing. Yeah, well, maybe. Depends on if you want to make money. Or mushrooms. So, let's just jump straight. How much of, of the DNC uh, convention, the DNC convention? That's redundant. The DNC, did you guys watch this week? Any? None? Some? A I little? watched lots of run DNC videos. Um, <laughs> well, they caught the murderer, you know. I guess that was this week of Jam Master yes. J, right? They did. The murderers. Yeah, murderers. Well, it actually was a story. I was making a joke out of it. Yeah. 18 years later, right? <clears throat> yeah. Surprise, they're still alive. And how are you not hiding out? I mean, how, how do you get found 18 years later? I don't even know what we're talking about. So that's the question. <laughs> Jim, Master, Jim Master J, you know, he got shot. Right. right? Yeah. They, 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 they have arrested, they arrest the yeah. alleged murderers. I'm sure they did it because after 18 years, if you're not sure, why would you arrest someone? But anyway, that happened this week. Oh, I Jim honestly had no clue. So, I was making a run DNC joke. I know, but you went there and you <laughs> opened up a whole can of worms on the, Wow. So on 20, newsworthy stuff this week. So in 2038, expect arrests to be made in the Breonna Taylor case. Yeah, exactly. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway. We're, we're into doing posthumous things like when the orange prick uh, pardoned Susan B. Anthony this week. And yeah. everyone goes, fucking why? <clears throat> Including the Susan B. Anthony Museum, by the way. Right. Exactly. Was that was yeah. great. By the way, do something meaningful was their statement. So, yeah. Well, he's trying to make it look like he's he's good for women voters by <coughs> Susan B. Anthony because no one else had and it was finally time to do it. It's like no. I think that was not her point. She was she probably didn't get arrested thinking, I hope somebody pardons me one day. It's more like I got arrested for the sake of getting arrested because I'm making a point. Yeah. Anyway. Exactly. Speaking of making points, how much of the DNC did you guys watch? I watched a lot of run DNC sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey that reminds me, JMSTR J's murderers got arrested this week. What? <laughs> It's going to be the most cyclical show we've ever had. <laughs> I watched none of it. I caught some of the highlights afterwards, but I was I was playing with a migraine for uh, a while, so I didn't watch any of it. But I did catch some of the uh, highlights later, and there were lots of highlights to be had. Yes, there were. Rob, you? I actually did. I didn't watch any of it. I, I did the same thing, really, without the migraine. Uh, <laughs> you know. Well, it, it, that's the kind of thing where I'm like, you know what? I'll let it happen and watch the highlights the next day because watching it live is going to be, to me, it's it's like golf, where <laughs> I'm sure some interesting things might happen someday. Like you know, someone on a backstroke gets hit by lightning, yay! But uh, <laughs> well, if you have the ability, and I, and I get that. Uh -oh. I, I, the problem I had, maybe because I'm old, is that they didn't start the speeches or any of it until 9 p.m. So it's like you're watching Monday night, uh, uh, Monday night football. It's like, why not start it earlier? Why not start it at eight? 
So people yeah. who are actually have to get up and go to work the next morning on the East Coast where most people live are actually able to watch this instead of just watch it on the highlights. That was my issue because I feel like they're I don't know what the Republicans are doing when they start their their shenanigans on Monday. Well, you've given them a good idea. Now they're going to start it early. Yeah, they should start at eight. I don't understand why they don't why they didn't start till nine o'clock. It makes no sense. I get it. West yeah. Coast people at six o'clock, you know, maybe they're trying to get those voters in. But I'm here to tell you, if you don't already know, Washington, Oregon, and California is going to whoever the Democratic nominee is, even if it's my cat Felix. So you really don't have to worry about those people so much. It's more the people in Michigan and Florida and Georgia <coughs> and stuff who are going to get up the next morning, go to work, and don't have time to stay up till you know 11:30 to watch speeches, especially when you're waiting to have the and it makes sense to have the main person of the night the last thing but why have them speak so exactly. late but if you do watch any of it um highlights are great but julia louise dreyfus on thursday she was amazing she was the host that night and she was just like dropping bomb after bomb after bomb and it was awesome yep. um so but of the highlights that you guys saw any any thing or any one person that stood out <clears throat> i i liked uh, aoc's endorsement of sanders and especially her comments when the people were making a big deal about it oh she didn't endorse biden it's like dude that's how conventions work if you get a certain number of votes you have to be presented and someone has to nominate you and someone has to second you she, she wouldn't her. have her job without bernie it's like oh my god it's so elected. stupid and nbc actually ran a headline saying is that aoc does not endorse biden is like oh and she took them to task as she should it's like you guys have been covering conventions for like a few months at least, right? It's like you do not understand how they work. How stupid is that? She was royally pissed, and she should be. And they apologized. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, do you have anybody who's ever covered politics writing at NBC? It's like, how do you come up with that statement? It's so stupid, which is totally aside from the speeches. Uh, the Obamas, uh, plural, yeah. uh, they can do some speechifying. Oh, my gosh. Uh one of the things, one of the criticisms, which I love when the Republicans cell phone, because a lot of them are stupid. Ted Cruz, hi, Mr. Oh, you called my wife ugly and you called my father an assassin, but I support you, orange man. <laughs> he was complaining that, you know, well, they have all these celebrities. They have all these celebrities. Who cares what a celebrity thinks? It's like, dude, as someone helpfully pointed out, you followed Clint Eastwood at the GOP convention. It's like, <clears throat> What? What was that about uh, celebrities? I'm, I'm going to go better. Celebrities? Seriously? Yeah. Have you seen who the Republicans are supposed to bring out this week? Scott yes. fucking Bayo. Yeah. Who's not even a celebrity anymore? Maybe maybe Todd should have been more specific and say A-list celebrities instead yeah. of the whole range yeah. of people that Rob rightfully pointed out. Oh, that, and the, the two... The, two the, the couple that brought out their guns. Yes. The yeah. couple that brought out the guns. They're going to be there. It's like, oh, that's brilliant. People who threaten to kill somebody, good call. That's Trump's America. Boy, if that doesn't encapsulate it perfectly. <laughs> I wonder which, uh, are there any Democrats speaking at the Republican convention? Like um, for Trump? I mean, there were several, obviously, that did for the... Uh, Andrew the Jackson. DNC. Andrew Jackson will speak for him, and that's about Andrew it. Ja there's, Andrew Jackson is the father of the modern Democratic Party. There's no way he would vote for Trump. He, actually, he would hate Trump. He I know that Trump. there's a lot of hate for for... Andrew Jackson, because he was following the policies of presidents that came before him. Maybe I'm being a homer here, but <laughs> Jackson, it's the first non-millionaire to get, well, get me started. He just had to bring, bring up Andrew Jackson, who actually did speak at the DNC. He was in the ghost room. So there was a lot of, a lot of good people there. 
So not the not the band was actually there too and playing live, so it was awesome. I don't get the coverage of the the con- I honestly don't get the coverage of the conventions because you're which Republicans who are I mean for now, who are supporting the orange prick, how many of them are gonna watch the DNC stuff? Uh, that would be none. Mm-hmm. Conversely, mm-hmm. how many people who are supporting the Democrats are going to watch the Republican one? Uh, that would be none. Good point. So I, I'm I don't see the point of this. Play more baseball. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's that's a good point actually because I was thinking that last week because I was thinking, oh, the Republican convention is next week. I'm not watching any of it because I I, I just because wanted to why? watch the people. Yeah, exactly. The writers, the writers for the late night shows, watch both. That's basically who they're for. Yeah, it gives them it gives them stuff. So send them a direct feed and let the rest of us. Well, I was going to say let the rest of us watch TV, but that's going to be what reality shows. Yeah, which are all crap anyway. Yeah. Um, so let me be contrarian a little bit here, and I'm not I'm not uh, judging one way or the other. I'm just kind of curious. Do you feel trying to think how it well i mean if anybody listens to this show they know where we come from so i'm i'm not anti-woman by any stretch in fact i loved how the democratic national convention went where they involved a lot of women but do you feel like they would have turned off any any voters who are still on the bubble because it was so female heavy-handed as far as the hosts as far as the speakers things like that do you think that affects the way people view the Biden as a candidate or the Democratic Party overall I, I think if they're voting in this you know Democrat with Biden or you know whoever he picked they're kind of there with that anyway so I can't see them going there's too many breasts on the stage or you know whatever <laughs> so yeah I can't see that you know Republicans I can see them you know having a cow, which would be somewhat ironic, um, <laughs> you know, about there being too many women involved, too many women involved and not enough stew on the stove. You know, <laughs> that's right. Barefoot. Yeah, but what what if you're in the middle though? That's, that's the, that's, that's how the Democrats are going to win. It's, you know, you know, not the 40, 40, it's the 20. You know, I don't think, it, I don't think anyone who is truly in the middle, which is kind of odd to think anyone could be in the middle at this point, but there are, there are millions of them. I think anyone who's really in the middle, I don't see why they would be offended by having the gender. There's more of them in this country, uh, well represented. I don't see that they would be offended by. Look at all those women. If they feel that way, they're not in the middle. I don't yeah, see how good. they could possibly yeah. be in the middle. So, actually, it's weird that I uh, the two people I know who are in the middle right now are women, hmm. which makes no sense to me. No, yeah, I don't get it either. Well, um, he, he did pardon, or he's going to pardon Susan B. Anthony, so that's why they haven't decided yet. Oh, he yeah. hasn't actually pardoned? I thought he pardoned her. I'm not sure if he actually did pardon her or if he was talking about it. Um, and it's immaterial that's because good. it's ridiculous she's, anyway. It's still a weird thing to talk about. Not like, to be future, I'm going to pardon this dead person. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, because if she was around, she would spit in his face and get arrested right. for it uh, and be happy about it. The, the whole thing, you know, about, oh, too many women, et cetera. And I, I know you're bringing up the point. And as Brun brought up when Kamala was nominated and, you know, here we come with the discussion is like, oh, she's ambitious. It's like funny how they never say that about a guy. <laughs> no, it's true. The funny thing is I was, you know, when they were talking about Kamala Harris being the first um, African-American and Asian-American because she has parents both descended from both. Um, as, as far as the first vice presidential woman of of color 
to be nominated for a Democrat. I'd totally forgotten the Republicans actually had a woman on their ticket. Um, I'd forgotten totally about that. The ticket didn't win, are obviously. You, but. Are you sure she was? I think she's an alien. I don't think she's even human. <laughs> no, it's just, I, I, I'm just like, it I, I'm, I'm with the alien theory because yeah. she can see Russia from her house, and that requires something more than humans have. Yeah, I just, um, but but Republicans, you know, generally speaking, or at least stereotypically speaking, don't really care for women in power, and yet they had a vice president. How did that even happen? I mean, it seems like because there is a picture of her with an American flag bikini holding a rifle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but but you look at it now; it's like it's less likely to happen now because of who they have as president and leading the party. Then it's like they've digressed as a party. Are they not aware of that? No. It's clue free. Yeah, Steve, sad. Blue, and Joe will not visit the RNC. No <laughs> clues involved. <laughs> well, at least one thing is true. Uh, you know, you should vote and vote early. It should be like the Major League Baseball All Star Game. You should be able to vote up to twenty five times. Exactly. And Trump himself, as Todd pointed out in pre pro, uh, Trump something about maybe Florida and New York. What's happening here? Yeah, didn't he mail in votes in Florida and New York, which would be illegal for everybody apparently <laughs> except him. Yeah, he tried to, when he was still a resident of New York, he tried to register to vote in Florida, before, and that was quite a while ago. But yeah, he, in just the mo- recent election, he he mailed in his ballot. But that's different, he says. Yeah, okay. Fucking I, hell. <clears throat> well, how did he vote? <laughs> because one of the votes places. is done by his hair. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, who knows? Well, he, he you know, he has to keep Melania in, 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 you know. In her place, so maybe he just voted for her and used his name. Maybe that's what it is. Did, did you see the compilation of videos of her um, snubbing him with the subtitle of "She's voting for Biden"? <laughs> no, just a lot of pictures of her going. I'm not. I don't want to hold your hand. Oh God, I'm disgusted by you. What the hell is that on your head? And all of them just voting for Biden. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, I'm in, I'm in a lost state. Trump's going to win. Um, I see, I've seen a lot of Biden signs around the neighborhood, but, um, I usually, usually see that, um, whoever the Democrat is still doesn't mean they're going to win. What about you guys? Do you have any faith? We've talked about this last, last week, but as, as things continue to progress forward towards the, uh, election, you have any faith in your own States? None at all whatsoever. I'm feeling Uh, pretty good about Florida though, because Florida is a toss up state. You guys unfortunately are in, are in your own separate hells. So yeah, there's no there's no hope there. Where they were considered part of the deep south, and you're farther south than us, but not part of the deep south, which he's part I of the. I wonder why Mexican I don't under, don't get geography because yeah. of shit like this. Once you get past <laughs> Central Florida, you're you're in uh, New York and Cuba. Yeah, he's in is, the Cuban South, which is um, Southern Florida. So I mean, Georgia's. You don't think it's there's any chance? I mean, because it's and if there isn't any chance. Why? And because you have a large African American, and again, not I'm not saying all African Americans should vote one way, but tendencies show that African Americans tend to vote for the Democrat over the Republican, and there is a large um, population, especially in Atlanta, of African Americans. So there, you don't think there's any chance that Georgia goes towards Biden? It should, and it would make sense if it did, <clears throat> but for some reason. Um, well, I mean, we, we had the thing with uh, uh, Kemp, who somehow beat uh, Abrams because, and, and this is still a thing that's going on in the courts, the guy in charge of uh, all the polling stations and who counts the votes and everything is a guy named Kemp. 
<laughs> and conveniently, he somehow won. Let us ponder <laughs> this a minute in a court. And they're, they're still looking at it four years later because uh, expediency is not their forte. I think it was Sean Kemp and Abrams is the one lady that turned him down. So maybe that's what the whole if, is. Well, see, if it was, that was my thing. If it had been Sean, when I first saw it, I said, Sean Kemp, that's great. Oh, it's not him. Maybe it's Matt Kemp. But no, it's not Matt Kemp. Who the fuck is Brian Kemp? I don't know who Brian Kemp is. This is a way off subject, but does Bryant had a workout this week? I know as a, but is he still playing football? Is he still trying to play football? He had a workout with the Ravens. Does Bryant didn't he retire like sixteen years ago? Yeah, I, I think thought he, he was still with the Cowboys. What the hell do I know? Mm. Well, they, they even the Cowboys were smart enough to cut him loose because he was no longer productive. So that's kind of weird. Well, yeah, he's a jerk and he's no longer productive. And so I don't. I, I didn't, didn't get that at all. Anyway, I don't know how I get on that. But uh, somebody who's been added to the, the Republican National Convention as far as speakers this week is Tom Brenneman, uh, uh, formerly of the Reds. <laughs> he should, though. He totally represents. Not, have you guys heard his actual, not not his apology, which was hilariously inept and terrible because it's in the middle of a of a home run call. You thought it was terrible. Actually, I thought it was pure baseball announcer because he's apologizing for this huge error in his life. And the guy hits a home run, not only hits a home run, but he hits it into the judgment free zone. Yeah. Which is is genius. But have you heard, Calls this it statement. like it's like, hey, I'm 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 apologizing, and then the guy hits a home run. And it's just like that's what baseball announcers do. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying that 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 wasn't the bad part. The, the bad part is that he even apologized at all. Have you actually heard the comment? Not read it, but heard his comment. What he said. I've I've read it. I have not heard it. I've you heard to, it on a tweet. You you have to hear it. You can't read it because it's a world of difference reading what he said and hearing the intonation. And I'm going to use the word hag because i don't want to use the word that he said because a lot of people have been criticized just for saying the word which is kind of silly because I mean, how can you talk which you can say that? if you're talking about cigarettes in england yeah and i don't, think, but I don't was, think he was i don't think he was talking about that he said <clears throat> oh that play that's the hag capital of the world that's what how he, he said ta- it. was he talking about kansas city <laughs> I don't and, know. and if he was, how did Kansas City become so cool all of a sudden? I, I know. I have no idea like, what city what? he was talking about. But, uh, that's because they were playing the Royals. Right? The world. I thought they were playing the Royals. I thought they were. Just, I thought he was just talking about Kansas City, and I was like, I heard the. I I, I, don't, I don't know how you guys came across it. I saw it at, in, in on Twitter as a news the news uh, yeah. feed, whatever. At Tom Brennan and blah blah blah. Thousand things pop up, which is of his apology. And then right. you have to kind of search for what he actually said, which is weird. And you have to do a um, lot. Of, it took me 15 minutes to get to find the audio clip. Yeah, exactly. Said. That was the weird thing. So then then I heard it and then I thought, was he talking about Kansas City? Because that's blows yeah. my mind. And it's then, just, yeah. And then Todd yeah. talked about a pre-pro. What are the other capitals? I'd like to know those. Yeah, I know. That's what, you know, it'd be interesting to see what the other capitals are. Um so it's the intonation. It wasn't some offhand joke. It wasn't. It was. It was said with uh, basically a lot of venom and and hate. That was the tone of voice. It wasn't. It wasn't a joking tone of voice. So for him to apologize and say, "Oh, I'm a good person," is like bullshit. You're an asshole. You're a scumbag. <laughs> you know. Now it's a separate question of whether he should be fired or not for having those views. I mean, honestly, that is. I think he should. Other people may think. Well, you know. Uh, 
you should be fired is like big men. People bring up free speech, which is people constantly misinterpret that as like the federal government can't keep you from saying what you want to say if you represent yourself. A place of business can sure as hell fire you for being an asshole. Of course. Oh, yeah. So, and why do you think Ted's not on the show? We fired him months ago. <laughs> well, he's not here. Um, <laughs> so, this, this, this absolute bastard piece of crap saying, Oh, I'm not the. You are that kind of person, dude. The way you said that, yeah, absolutely yeah. that kind of person. And I'm absolutely don't just read what he said. Listen to what he said, and listen to the way he said it. And that is spoken with like a rich history of hate in that asshole's soul. So personally, I hope he never gets a job again. Uh, Fox said, "Nope, he's not doing football." So Fox, for God's sakes, even <laughs> said, "It's like, nah, dude, you're not going to be doing football for us." Is Holy he really shit. a hard shot? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe Marty. Of Marty, Marty. Marty. Yeah, exactly. Holy crap. That would make a lot of sense. So like, F this guy. I, yeah, I like in how his, in his apology, he mentioned that he was a man of faith. I'm like, okay, so we'll have a faith of what? I mean, most Christians yeah. don't give a shit about homosexuals. But, that means you know, nothing to me. But pun intended, that's the Trump card. It's like you say, oh, he's like you, you pose in front of a church holding a Bible upside down and backwards. And, you know, oh, the evangelists will love well, they'll love you. It's like, bullshit. You're a man of faith and bigotry and hatred. So, uh, cough, buddy. By the way, yeah, I think they were right to fire him. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, freedom of speech is a crock here because, as you rightfully pointed out, it's, it's not a statement of freedom of speech where he's like in a protest somewhere. He's like working his job and just got caught on a hot mic. And yeah. uh, and that's and that's another reason to fire him because obviously it well so listen to the Seattle Sports Radio and somebody was Jakey's who played football for a while has a show in on uh, uh, Seattle Sports Radio said and who seems Jakey actually seems like a decent guy but he was like yeah I have a friend who they cuss a lot off the air and then they get on the air and they don't cuss at all and it's like but they still want to cuss it's like <laughs> so he was like you kind of know Tom Brenneman has these views off air because he accidentally said it on a hot mic. It doesn't make right. it any better. Yep. Yeah, exactly. It's like the whole point. Ugh. Anyway, exactly. The guy's an asshole. It's like apologizing is bullshit. As you can tell, we have no problem saying things like that on this show. We don't. We're about, did, did you guys enjoy the headline I sent you this week from, from the UNC paper? I did. Yes, that was insane. I, I had forgotten that that was this week. Hang on a minute. I'm going to pull that up again real quick. Yeah, it was uh, funny because you, you were talking about that. Sorry to interrupt you. But when we started the show, I thought I should have had that on this little list of things. And I was like, did Rob send that this week? Or was that I, well, last it was week? last. It was last Monday that it came out uh, where the Daily Tar Heel, which is the University of North Carolina newspaper, uh, <laughs> had a headline. The main editorial headline was UNC has a clusterfuck on its hands. <laughs> and Not I thought, finally, <laughs> a, a, a newspaper we can get behind because they don't mind saying things that they that, that that's one of my things with language is, yes, there are some words that offend people and they need to get over that because sometimes those are the only words that you can use to properly describe something. Clusterfuck, I think, is something that needs to be said more often, especially when you look <laughs> at what's going on outside right now, you know, between the politics, uh, 
the the diseases, the fact that the country has no infrastructure anymore, the education system's going to hell. If that's not a clusterfuck, what is? <laughs> now, let's be fair. It was on page three, so the little kids didn't see it when they went to the newsstand to get their yeah, you open up page. Okay, so ooh, front page, open it up, and bam, right there. <laughs> <laughs> what did and you read the like, article? What, 60 I, did. Point I was five. disappointed by the article. I love the headline. Yeah, because the article is just about how they were five miles from Duke. So yeah. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of clusterfuck and somebody that won't be fucking anytime soon, Jose Alvarez got hit by a line drive. <laughs> oh, jeez. The thing about this, right? I watched this play a lot. Lee has disappeared off his camera. I think he fell out of his chair. He did, he did fall out. <laughs> the best segue I've ever done. Philadelphia reliever Jose Alvarez uh, pitching against the Blue Jays earlier this week took a line drive to the groin. They clocked it at 105.3 miles an hour. His groin? Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) Now, even if he is wearing a cup, I'm thinking that's going to be shattered at this point. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. He (laughs) fell off the mound picked up the ball, finished the play, then fell over and went, fuck, <laughs> to the point where you could probably hear it on the microphones. You, you oh. could read his lips. I wasn't paying that much attention at the time, and I only saw the replays. And That's But he fell off the mound, finished the play, and then laid there while they got the golf cart to come get him and pull, you know carry him off the field. There's nobody yeah. in the stands, so clearly whatever he said probably echoed. <laughs> well, I don't know. Some echo. of those cardboard cutouts have been mumbling about it. <laughs> Yeah, that's. Well, did you see the one with the home run that hit the <laughs> hit the teddy bear in the head? Uh, that was a foul ball, thank you. But yes, I did. Oh, it was a foul ball. That's right. It was. It was a foul ball, a long foul ball. That's right. Yeah, it was hilarious. If anybody listening to this, so it's one of us who hasn't seen it. Um, I've then seen it. I'll watch it. Uh, it was in the Oakland Coliseum, right? <clears throat> I think so. And actually, they showed it on the on the Today Show is where I saw it, and and uh, the guy was like. And it shows because when you see it, the teddy bear gets hit. This huge teddy bear, by the way. And there's a whole bunch of teddy bears out there for some reason in that section. <laughs> Can't even explain that one. But anyway, the bear gets hit in the head <clears throat> and goes immediately upright. And it's a teddy bear with a smile on its face. And the the I, I can't ex- get the exact quote, but the guy on today was like, clearly that bear had too much to drink because it gets hit in the head and he's just like. <laughs> <laughs> So I don't know who Sonia Seville is, but she got kidnapped or she was part of kidnapping uh, someone. She is a uh, WWE. They're not divas anymore. Are they female wrestler? Whatever they're calling them these days. Um, No. And this is actually kind of a scary thing because it's not part of a WWE storyline. A stalker who has apparently been uh, following her around for, I think they said up to seven years, uh, broke into her house. Um, at which point she and uh, Mandy Rose, who's another WWE uh, female wrestler, heard someone breaking in and they went, fuck it, we're leaving and jumped out a window and you know ran off and called the police. Uh, the police came and caught this guy in her house with, uh, what was it, multiple knives, zip ties and duct tape. And he's admitted, yeah, I came to kidnap her. So he's in jail. Um, but that was just kind of a. You know, one of those stories you hear about and you go, oh, that's part of a WWE storyline. I'm not going to worry about it until, you know, major news, CBS covered it, ABC covered it. And you kind of go, oh, wait, that was shit. That's a thing. And you go, oh, that that that's not that's not good. No, that's I mean, it's 
we live in a, such a crazy world and stuff like that happens, you know, and it's like, how many, how many seconds of news was that? Five seconds? Because, yeah. you know, sadly, we live in a world where it's like, oh, that almost seems normal compared to some of the stuff we see. I don't know. So uh, I don't really have any other breaking news other than Look, something I've probably missed over the last week or so. But the Champions League does have its uh, final tomorrow with Bayern Munich and PSG, if anybody's listening. And, and, of course, actually, if you're listening, you already know who won. So don't tell me. Actually, I, w- I wanted to ask you guys this because uh, actually <clears throat> three baseball questions. Uh, first off, does anyone pitch more than five innings in a game anymore? Because I, I, I've watched several games this year, and it's, oh, the fourth inning, he's thrown 30 pitches. Oh, he must be getting tired. We've got to get a reliever. What is is that a thing now? Well, and to answer that, it's why, especially this season. There's 60 games. You're not going to throw your arm out. It's not like you have yeah. a whole 162-game season. Throw if Yeah, they took out uh, the Mariners. You, well, you probably saw this, Rob. Um, Taiwan Walker actually was pitching, what, six innings, uh, had like one earned run, seven Ks. They take him out. Yeah. And the Mariners lose the game. And it's like, why not keep him in? It didn't make any sense. Jack Morris must be just like throwing <laughs> up somewhere. I actually heard he's an announcer for Detroit now, which is weird. Well, that's cool. I didn't know that. <clears throat> um, no, let's see. Uh, question that two. Makes perfect sense. It, yeah, it does. I, I hadn't thought of that. Uh, is there something different with the dirt this year? Because I have I have not watched that many games, but I have seen six players overslide a base and get tagged out. <laughs> you know, I'm going into second. Oh, I've touched second. Oh shit, it's over there now. I've gone too far. I, I, is that a thing? <clears throat> I, I admit I I did not watch baseball for three years, and I'm just getting back into it. And I've noticed this a lot. Is that a thing? It's been been treated. With antiviral compounds, so it's very slick. Actually, to save money this year, I don't know if you saw this, Rob, but they actually, it's not dirt, it's vinyl, and they water it down between (laughs) innings. Wouldn't surprise me at all. Major League Baseball. Brought to you by Whammo and the Slip and Slide. (laughs) Awesome. That would be awesome. And then uh, the Fernando Tatis thing this week, which Mm. I don't know if you guys saw this. Yeah. Uh, San Diego is up on Texas by... Uh, what seven to two or something? Uh, it was more than that, up, right? They were seven up by seven runs, I think. Seven nothing. Seven. Okay. Uh, Tatis gets up with the bases loaded. It's a three and zero count. Apparently, his manager said, "Take the take the next pitch and take the walk." Tatis ignored it and hit a grand slam. Oh darn! What a shame! What a shame! Texas is up by seven billion or whatever. Um, his manager. Not only did the Texas manager get onto him. His manager got onto him. Oh, that's an unwritten rule in baseball. When you're up by that many, you don't try to hit home runs. Fuck that. You try mm-hmm. to score more runs, teams can come back. Exactly. Um, and I, I've actually, I thought this was cool. I My stance on this, although not necessarily with the fuck that part, has been backed up with Johnny Bench and Reggie Jackson have said, <laughs> what the hell are they yep. talking about? Exactly. Wasn't that his third home run of the year? Uh, I think it was just his second, but his, uh, his seventh RBI second okay. uh yeah like you said johnny ben, a lot of most of the ball players came out and said you're there to play it's like here's the clue don't be down by seven runs texas yes. that's that's the first part of that don't give the guy three balls don't throw a pitch he can hit and it's like that's all on you yeah yeah it's like okay <clears throat> i'm not gonna do my job because you guys couldn't do yours it's like are you stupid yeah Hell because yes, if you're gonna hit the home you- run if you think you can actually win a game coming back from seven to nothing, which in today's Major League Baseball is not out of the question, not well, Toronto all. did it twice this week. 
Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. But um, but if you Toronto, if, who had no offense this week, <laughs> if you think you can, then kind of like what Todd just said. Why are you throwing this guy a fastball right down the middle on three and zero? Just walk him. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't make any sense. It's like he threw the pitch where he could hit it. It's like, and then you bitch at him for hitting it. It's like go to hell. Yeah, and he's what he's the hell a, is wrong with him. He's going to be really good. He's young, yeah. and this is one thing that baseball doesn't do very well: is grow grow their audience and grow it right. by hey, we've got this really young group of stars who you should pay attention to because in 10 years, they're still going to be good and you'll still want to watch them. And this is how we grow our audience instead of, yeah. oh, this guy, he did something great, but, um, you know, <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, that's going to be a terrific story. It's like, oh, and he walks on a 4-0 count. It's like, wow, that's going to make the headlines. It's like, yeah, I think it's probably cooler that he hit a Grand Slam. Yeah. Or was that at the Grand Slam that he hit? Or yeah. was it the three? It was, okay. it was a grand slam. Yeah, it was a grand, grand slam. slam. The three and a homer was before. Like, oh my God. Just how fucking out of touch are you to, to come up with say, oh, that's unwritten rules. It's like, it, <laughs> I mean, it's unwritten because it's if, stupid. If want, yeah. If you want it to be a rule, write it the fuck down somewhere. Yeah, right. Exactly. And, and for people who think I'm saying uh, being an idiot for walking, the bases are loaded. You threw him a fastball three and oh, he's going to hit a grand slam. That's four runs. If you walk him, it's one. It's like yeah. the, the Barry Bonds rule. Like, yeah, I was say, didn't they walk Bonds a few times with the bases yeah. loaded? Yeah, like many times. Yeah, it's just exactly what you said. It's like, well, it's going to be a lot easier to come back from an 8 nothing deficit than an 11-run deficit. It's like, you know, that's totally on you. And like I said, you gave up the seven runs. It's not like Manfred said, it's like, okay, we're going we're gonna to speed this game up. We're going to give them seven runs this time. It's like, come on now. That's all on your team, dude. And Tatis's team actually ended up winning the game thirteen to twelve. So no, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. So you guys want to mention anything else before we get to these semi odd, semi uh, semi strange uh, Rob Gordons this week? Because I'm not prepared overall. I, I wanted to say okay. one thing because I was going to talk about it last week and totally forgot about the thing. The, Did you the say Justice, Alaska last week? Is this Alaska? an ad? Yeah, for that VP candidate. Because I, I too can see Russia from where I live, but my eyesight's great because I live in Florida. Uh, the the justice for Cannon thing, which basically is still out there festering. This five year old kid was shot, killed. Terrible thing. And people still come up with this: "Where's the justice? Where's the justice for this? Why are we talking about Black Lives Matter? This five year old kid is like, here's the justice. They arrested the guy, like almost immediately. That's the justice. That's what justice is about." Black Lives Matter is not about, oh, people are just getting killed. Black Lives Matter is about people getting killed and nothing happens as a consequence. Amazingly, there was an eight-year-old <coughs> child who was killed back on the 4th of July. I didn't see anything about, where's justice for her? It's like, oh, she was black. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> so when a five-year-old white kid is killed, everyone who hates Black Lives Matter because, oh, that's different, is screaming for justice when justice is already in process like dude you have no concept of what the whole point is the point is justice so don't come out with your bullshit about where's the justice where's the justice dumb shit he's under arrest he's in jail that's justice right there i'm just so totally sick of these people who don't understand the fact that black people are being killed and nothing happens like we talked about brianna taylor which you know we'll we'll expect an arrest in 18 years Come on now. Even when you know exactly who did it, you know, it was these yes. guys. They did it. We've got video. We've got confessions and they're still walking right. around free. 
and, and you kind of go, oh, why? <laughs> so, and I was going to drop it, but it was like, it popped up again on Facebook like three times yesterday. It's like, you are so fucking stupid <laughs> that you do not get the concept. That is not what it's about. Was it Michelle Obama who said uh, this week that we'll keep talking about Black Lives Matter until all lives matter? And I think that's the point, right? All lives do yeah. matter, <laughs> but it's, it's like Orwell said in, in Animal Farm, some are more equal than others, right? So, yeah, all lives matter, but at the same time, black lives still matter less in a way. To, to the majority of the and we don't think that's the a white people thing. in this country. What's that, Rob? We think that's a bad thing. Yes, we think that's a bad thing. Yes. yes. Just, yeah, we keep a lot of sarcasm on this show. So if people are listening to this show thinking we are at all right wing, turn it off, please, because you totally <laughs> misunderstand what we're saying. Indeed. Or keep listening and maybe we'll change your mind. Uh, <laughs> could happen. Yeah. Hope Speaking not. of changing minds. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They should have some other people in there that, that aren't in there, right, at this point? They should have some other criteria to get in that where, where it makes there. sense. I, I, I want to see if this makes any sense to you guys. One of the criteria to get in, and, and apparently it's the main one, there must be 25 years between your nomination and your first album coming out. And Devo, who I'm not, in my head, is kind of a borderline band uh, as to whether they should be in or not. They were first nominated, I don't remember if it was 2017 or 2018, but their first album was in 1974. That's a bit more than 25 years. <laughs> Why the, you know, th there's a bit of a gap. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of groups that haven't even been nominated yet, or artists. Oh, yeah. I guess we should say artists that are definitely eligible. And it's like, yeah, okay. Yeah, which we will get to because some, some, of, the, some of the acts that are not in, it's just amazing. Yeah, this list that Todd sent out has craft work as with our, our sponsors thing. Sure. Uh, these are Rob Gordon's, brought to you by the Greenlandic North Society and the Mutual of Omaha. Now we can get on with it. <laughs> Lovely. Craft work, number one. Craft work deserves to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Fuck you all who don't think they do. <laughs> Sorry, I missed that. Who? Craft <laughs> work. They're a, a German industrial oh, craft, I thought reggae craft band. No. Uh, Aren't they? They're Appalachian industrial, sir. Get it, get it right. Wow. <laughs> um, at least no, it's dude. Craftwork is in. I don't know. Right. I'm just looking at an article. When did they get in? Hang on a minute. I'm, I'm, I'm apparently not there See, yet. See, I think you're, that's false news. You're fake news right now. Did you get fake. that from Fox News? Fake, fake news. If they're in, they just got in. If, if they just yeah. gonna nominate Craftwork five times, that more than, makes no in, sense. Yeah, more than any other artist, according to something. More than any other artist, <laughs> nobody's listening anyway. Nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Rock Rock Hall in recent years, Craftwork's impact can be felt within ten minutes of turning on mainstream radio, dance, and electronic music are all the rage, and all of it borrows from the German electronic band that broke through in the early nineteen seventies. Do they get in with the class of 2020? Well, no. They no. They did not. Okay. I, I, I'm actually on the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame website, and I hit the search button, and I typed in Kraftwerk, and it said there's one result, like there is for most of everybody that you type in, but that it takes you to a page that doesn't have them mentioned on it. So I guess they're <laughs> not in. Takes you to the fucking Joy Division page. It's what it does. Uh, they're not <laughs> in either. They're on my list. As they, I agree. They should be. <clears throat> Uh, I put them in uh, Joy Division slash New Order. Yeah, because in a sense, it's the same band, and yet it's kind of not. So you're Indeed. a big you're a big Joy Division fan and New Order fan. <laughs> I was saying not not as much Joy Division as New Order, but yeah, 
Okay. So you know the whole, for those listening, Todd, um, the reason they're <laughs> called New Order instead of Joy Division is that they made a promise to themselves when they formed the band that if any other member left the band, they would change the name of the band. So obviously, the early singer killed himself. And so they changed their name to New Order. So that's why they're no longer Joy Division. Otherwise, this is really the same members of the group. Except for the dead guys. <laughs> Except no, for actually, do you know what else they're do what what else New Order is doing though? And I think this is kind of cool. They formed kind of a, an all-star band thing with Kraftwerk. Um not Kraftwerk. It's uh <laughs> Bernard Sumner from New Order and the drummer whose name I've forgotten New have Perk. gotten together with both Pet Shop Boys and uh Johnny Marr from the Smiths and are do uh a band that puts out of some stuff every so often called electronic hmm. and they've put out some good stuff. Johnny Marr is a whore. He'll play with anybody. Even I refuse to, <clears throat> I'm not going to comment on that. I'm, I'm not. I'm <laughs> Actually not. his last, his sound Catholic. I'm not going to do it. <laughs> his uh, last solo album was pretty decent, but he's played with so many bands like the, the he's like, he's played with so many other bands, I like but that. I mean, you know, what's that? The, the, yeah, Kraftwerk soft band. So, um, yeah, no, I mean, it's, it, well, I don't know how I got on this. I apologize. I've thrown the show off, but and the Smiths <laughs> are, are my second favorite band. Smiths and Morrison talking about Joy Division and New Order are, it's my second favorite artist, I guess. So, and, and they're not in, and they're, you know, we, we'll, we'll probably get into this in just a minute, but as far as influencers, I mean, it's the Smiths, you know, it's like, there's there's not alternative rock without the Smiths <clears throat> existing and, and Morrissey existing and how they're not in. To, whenever I think about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which I used to live in Cleveland, so I've been there a few times. And when I think about that, I always think that's the American Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. If it were in Manchester, England, it would look different. And so and well, you'd, the you'd have would people be in. like New Order in and Joy yes. Division and Susie and the Banshees, who I think should be in uh, same influencer thing. Public Image, not in. Um, you think public public image limited should be in? I think they probably should. Yeah, they they've they've been influential. Or should it just be Johnny Rotten on his own? Well, the Sex Pistols or are lit. Yeah. Well, they are, but he's uh, I, as you know, part of both. So maybe he should yeah. be like an influencer just upon himself. He should be in. Okay. Well, if we're doing American bands, why isn't Oingo Boingo in? <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, that's Danny Yeah. No, that's a that's a good point. He should be in the movies. They should have a movie. A movie music hall of fame. He should be in that. No, actually, we have we, the, the bands I've mentioned. I have not gotten to my top five. Oh, I have a top seven hundred and fifty. This show's going oh, yeah. until like tomorrow. <clears throat> it, it, it's ridiculous, but no. Uh, Todd has dropped off completely. Let's so, start. Let's start. Yes, go 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 ahead. How, how, I, I'm new here. How do we do this? Todd is like, how is Wagner not involved in this? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Number five Your, is mine. Yours is bitchhead. No, my number, <laughs> my, my number five is War, which was back in the day, Eric Burden and War, and then it was just War. Uh, funk rock back in the day. The world I vaguely is, remember them. The world is a ghetto. Excellent, oh. excellent band. As opposed uh, to the Smashing Pumpkins, where the world is a vampire. <laughs> very different. Very, very different indeed. Uh, yeah, War was super popular back in the day. At least it was in Miami, and which is... Because it's an LA band, so it wasn't just a Miami mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, excellent, excellent jazz fusion rock stuff. Uh, and you don't hear a lot of music like that anymore. So War is my number five. Maybe you don't so. hear it for a reason. Maybe it sucks, and maybe that's why they're not. 
No, they're, they're good. I just, it was, it was open. I just had to say something. <laughs> you did. So you said something on an open mic. What? Yes. What? Yeah. Um, I, uh, so, so Rob, this is usually what we do with the Rob Gordons is we just go around like five, five, okay. five, four, four, four. So go ahead. Uh, my number five and at all my, my top five, I don't have much of a diff, uh, 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 explanation because you're going to, you're going to hear all of these and go, wait, they're not in. Yeah. Cause my number five, Huey Lewis and or the news. <laughs> How the hell are they not in? Yeah, which is bizarre. Yeah, it takes talent to get in, Rob. Um, let me see. So, <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll go with Coltrane. John Coltrane is not in, and, and no, he's not a rock and roll performer. He's a jazz artist, but uh, but Miles Davis is in, and the Coltrane's just as much as an as an influencer as Davis was, and he's not in. I mean, do you hear more trumpet? In rock and roll, or do you hear more saxophone? And nobody's playing it like Coltrane, who played the saxophone, for people who don't know. So I think he should be in. He's an influencer. Influencer. Why does that sound so weird when I say it? Is that a word? I think they should kick uh, Miles Davis out. Yeah, I mean, you're right. If Miles Davis is in, Coltrane has to be in. That's just, that's ridiculous. I'll agree. Should have been in at the same time. My number four is Jethro Tull. I can't believe Jethro Tull is not in. I can't Because flute? Come on now. Rock (laughs) and flute. <laughs> that is the prime instrument of all right now. But uh, yeah, it's just bizarre. And as Rob said, is like, you'll hear these and it's like, ah, are they not in? Considering some of the things in. Yeah, Jethro Tull is not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and should be. Well, here's another one in alphabetically just before yours. So there, in excess, who had That's... however many, what, 75 billion number one songs on the <laughs> Hall of Fame. Yeah, that's just insane. I saw in excess and mm, probably 89, I guess. Um, and At the uh, height Ziggy, of their power. Yeah, Ziggy, well, and it was uh, Ziggy Marley opened for them. And I was, uh, I was, I liked both bands. Um, in excess, their first, their first, so they had two good songs on their first album or third album, I guess I should say. Their for few of their first albums were just kind of, but then they got, they got so much better and, and kind of like, you know, what Rob said, you know, they were so good at some point, they changed what you listen to on, on the radio. And to me, if you can do that over a long period of time, which they did, I mean, yeah. people are still talking about Michael Hutchins, obviously, and he's hanged himself how many years ago or whatever happened to him. Yeah. Then that band to me obviously should be, should be in the rock and roll hall of fame as well. Um, I'll say Soundgarden should talking about somebody else who hung himself. Um, I mean, grunge is, you know, it was a period of a period of music that uh, influenced. Well, if if there's no Nirvana, then the way we listened to radio for about 15 years didn't exist. Now there's no radio, so nobody listens to it. It's all like throwback music or whatever. But but there were four great Seattle bands that came out, like Pearl Jam and Soundgarden, and Alice in Chains, and Nirvana. And to me, Soundgarden influenced more of a, a heavy heavier group. Um, I think they should be in. I mean, they've they put out so much good music for so long and really never dipped in the quality of their music that they should be in. And then I almost put Soundgarden, but I thought, nah, Lee's going to put Soundgarden on, so I won't have to. They're the rest of my groups, actually. (laughs) That totally makes sense. Uh, And I'm going to, uh, not quite as much of an influencer, but they were a huge band in their day, Bad Company. Can't believe Bad Company's not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. To me, that seems like exactly the kind of group that they put in the rock and roll, rock and roll hall all the time. So odd that they are not included. 
Because they're English bastards. Okay, so what's the excuse for Boston not being in? Um, uh, you got to have they're, more they're than one English. good album? It's going to say longevity. <clears throat> but, but honestly, it's, it's kind of a shock that just from the one album, they're not in the hall. I mean, my God. Yeah. So uh, what are we on? Three? I'll say Three. the Pixies, who I've seen like yeah, yes. several times in concert. And the Pixies are one of these groups. I think they get overlooked because they came, they, they formed in the 80s and they were around in the early 90s. Well, they're still around. And they still make, it's all the original band group, uh, band members, and they were still really good. But I think they were always overshadowed by other groups of in their era, whatever they were playing. But they are, they changed, I mean, they changed the way people felt they could record music. So I think they should be in the Pixies. Agreed. My number two is a solo artist, and it is Joe Cocker, one of the great rock vocalists of all time, and he's not in the hall. And without a doubt, the only one who could perform laying flat on his back. Uh, (laughs) My God, I just, well, with all of these, it's like, what? How is this person not in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? You got to be kidding me. I mean, here's a guy who took a Beatles song and made it his own. How many people do that? <laughs> that alone yeah. should put you in the freaking Hall of Fame. So, Just that one guy in the movie where the Beatles stopped existing. Yeah. <laughs> Such a good movie. Anyway, yeah, Joe Cocker. Seriously, not in the hall. That's insane. Let's see. I'm going to go with, because my number one and number two are both bizarre that they're not in on, on, a, on a very high level. I'll go with Sticks. Hmm. Well, I would have thought would be in the Hall of Fame, considering, you know, how much they're still getting played. I mean, there's uh, my local classic rock station plays two bands. One is ACDC, who is in, I think. Let me look that up real quick with as bizarre as they play ACDC and they play sticks. And that's really about it. That's insane. And, and, you know, I, I don't know how they're not in. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm not sure how sticks is not in either. That's. That's like the group that, uh, or the style of group that the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame should have in. Yep, exactly. They have damn the contemporaries, there, but they good. just don't have stick. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> the nude. Um. So, uh, ooh, gross. I just threw up a little bit just saying that. So, uh, so I would say Sonic Youth would be number two for me again. Uh, influential band. Uh, just you know, alternative music is not the same. Uh, as it is, well, there probably is no alternative music the way it sounds without Sonic Youth and uh, formating. I'm going to say formating because I want to make up words on the show today. Um, <laughs> the bands that would follow them, like this show, be any different? You didn't go with Jimmy the God? <laughs> what the hell, man? I'm, I'm sure. Well, they, you know, Appalachian Industrial has their own their own rock rock hall, their own Appalachian Industrial Hall, <laughs> Newport, Tennessee. Newport. That's a perfect place for it. Newport, Tennessee. My my number one, and again, this shocks me. This probably shocks me more than the, the well, it does because that's why it's my number one. Shocks me more than any of those. Warren Zevon, dude. <laughs> what? Oh my god! One of the best songwriters, singer songwriters, and an absolutely unique talent. And plus the fact that he passed away, so that adds the sentimentality factor, which those kind of things usually like. So. Mm-hmm. completely bizarre that i mean just for a song for werewolves of london he should be in the rock and roll hall of fame well <laughs> i mean guy just produced so much amazing work and the fact that he's not in is just bizarre that is actually a song that two of my daughters ha- have heard 
a lot of because I like that song and play it in the car periodically. And they're like, this song doesn't make any sense. It's really weird. Why is he going for Chinese food? <laughs> That's but, funny. Yeah. I like his son, the weasel. I'm just, I'm just kidding. Jesus. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> you, you, sir, are a moon unit. Anyway. <laughs> I am going to verify that my number one band is not in here before I mention it. And I'm right. They're not. <clears throat> a band that pretty much defined the 80s. How is Duran Duran not in the Hall of Fame? Because they were, the, I think, the biggest band of the 80s. Was there anyone bigger then? Uh, I'm, uh, consistently. I mean, it, that's, that's kind of the thing I was talking about earlier with just English bands. I mean, is Culture Club in it? Is minute work in it? Again, they're uh, kind of flashes well, in the pan in a way, but they did last for several years. And New Wave was the thing for several years in the early yeah. 80s. And those Sorry, were Culture three. Culture Club was not in. What was the other one? Minute work? I minute don't think. Work. I mean, why is Boy George or Culture Club not in it? I mean, hello. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, talk about somebody who influenced people. Yeah. Definitely. Have you no. seen him recently? Uh, well, I mean. He, only, he looks only about the, the same way he's got a kind. beard now, which is kind of odd. Well, what was that? I, I'm just thinking, you know, if, you, if you're if you going to go for the cross-dressing thing, I don't know why you're going for the bearded lady cross-dressing thing. I don't. He was in he was in a musical on Broadway. And that the last time I saw him with the beard and the cross-dressing dressing lady, it was something with that role. But I just assumed it was the role, but it could just oh, be. Oh, okay. If, if it was for a role, then that makes sense. But I was just like, that's kind of. Really? Yeah, so um, maybe like a couple of years ago, he was one of the judges on The Voice or one of those shows. And I think it was um, looked it like wasn't he, The Voice. It was uh, America's not America's Got Talent, something like that. Because he would actually be cool if he was on The Voice. But um, it was one of those. Yeah, but he has an amazing voice. I mean, so yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. So I guess my last one is gonna be Pat Benatar. How is she not in the Hall of Fame, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? It's Pat Benatar. I mean, women rock first of all, and she's one of the most influential female rockers out there but yet she's not it she didn't make it in this year either so she's a female you answered your own question (laughs) well i mean it's kind of weird it's um yeah it is uh people who the groups who didn't make it this year she was she was one of them um and there were t-rex uh again uh t-rex didn't wait hold on includes t-rex t-rex who's again uh not around if david bowie isn't uh, but the groups who didn't, Dave Matthews, Motorhead, Motorhead should be in it. But again, Motorhead. they're English. Uh, Pat Bonatar. But the group of 2020 is uh, Whitney Houston, Nine Inch Nails, Notorious B.I.G., Depeche Mode, the Doobie Brothers. They're in it, but how did it take them so long? And then T-Rex. Strange that, world we live in. It is. And Donald Trump. Donald Trump also made it. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame 2020. He did indeed. Woo! That's it. That's our show. It was Rob Gordon's always take longer than I think. Always. I think it's the mutual of Omaha ad. We pay, we pay, we play before we do that. <laughs> we do pay for the mutual we do ad. Pay for them. It's the only it's way we get them to say the word. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a million dollars a year just to mention Greenlandic North Society. So yeah. it's uh, that's Trump money. It's Trump embezzling money right there. A portion of it, obviously. Any final words from you guys and girls? If we nobody's should, listening, we should start a. Uh, a fun uh, GoFundMe for to build a wall. We can do some really cool stuff. <laughs> oh, that reminds me. Just you know, Kurt Schilling was part of that too. He got arrested as well. As Yay, far as that, Kurt and uh, Mike Salk, who does uh, part of uh, Salk and uh, Brock and Salk <laughs> show on uh, 
Seattle Sports Radio, lived in Boston. Somebody laughing at me? No, I, I'm laughing because I'm just picturing some cop going, look, that man over there has a bloody sock. Maybe that's the murder. <laughs> oh, <woman>. yeah. <laughs> yep. And, um, and, and Kurt Schilling, you know, he puts forth this, this, or he did anyway, this or that he's a big Christian, right? Mm-hmm. Republican Christian. And Mike Salk, who does uh, Seattle Sports Radio, he's a program director out there, but he lived in Boston, grew up in Boston, did Boston Sports Radio for a while. The news broke while he was guesting on a show on Seattle Sports Radio this week. And they said, hey, Mike, uh, you know, Kurt Schilling got arrested. And Mike Salk said, I've never been so overjoyed that somebody got arrested. <laughs> that guy is mad. <laughs> that's wow. awesome. Woo! That's fantastic. Anyway, not Randy Johnson. <laughs> that's it. Somebody say the final last words of this show ever. Not ever. Hopefully not ever. Tune in next week. week when you'll hear Ted say...